Three weeks ago in this very ring, there was a punk who thought he would stand in this ring on that night and raise three fingers with a triple threat. <laughs> Sorry, punk, you were wrong. There was a man who thought that his belt meant more than this belt and was dead wrong. Who thought that he had a beast from the east on his side and you were wrong. Hey Taz, how did the gold taste upside your lips? <laughs> It's February 21st, 1998. Adam Sandler and Julia Guglia star in the immensely popular Wedding Singer. Howie Mandel's Bobby's World comes to an end. And in ECW, it's full steam ahead to Living Dangerously, 1998. This is the Federation. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. And you are listening to episode 210 ECW Cyber Slam 1998. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Federation. You can follow Travis on Twitter at Fudging Up. Facebook and Instagram is the Federation Podcast. T shirts at whatamaneuver.net. You can become a member of the Fudge family by joining our Patreon and or PayPal. Just like the following members of Z Family from the musically inclined side of the family, Wooly Fudge. He wants to be called Father, but not for a dollar. Trox Fudge, the intergalactic brother, Fat Superman Fudge, our doe-eyed cousins from down under, Corey and Trevor Fudge, smokes, let's go, our brother with the biggest cock, Roaches, Savage Fudge, his future's so bright he's only 7% out of the metals, Sterling Silver Fudge, that uncle who calls it right down the middle, Mike the Ref Fudge, and (laughs) that cousin you've never met, but dad swears you have. Moose Knuckle Fudge. And not forget the music that's just ending in your ears by Mitch Woolridge, Wooly Fudge. The third unofficial, might as well be official at this point in time, member of the Federation. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he does just as much work as I do. Family everything. from the Tickle. Family from the Tickle. Yep. Uh, but no, Travis, how are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. 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 I'm good. I'm good. good. <laughs> I died about a total of, oh, Jesus Christ, 120 times on three levels of crash <laughs> an hour ago. So that's you know, how I'm doing, brother. How are you doing? You know, I, I can't complain. You know, it's uh, it's t- took a turn for the coldness here in uh, Grand Prairie this week. We were having some, some nice November weather, and then all of a sudden we get actual November weather, and it's a little disappointing. <laughs> Mitchin of chat. Is hoping that he gets paid more than Matt Sterling. <laughs> well, J- Mitch, Mitch, it's not hard to pay you more, but Matt Sterling, he doesn't get paid. He's only 7% other medals. If he was, like, under 5%, then he'd be a precious medal or something. But at 7 no, no. And he's busy with the election right now. So Probably. Yeah. <laughs> or sleeping, one of the two, being from Ireland, of course. Uh, but if you do join our Patreon, you can be a member of the 
the chat, the live feed you get to listen to every Thursday night. But yeah, if you don't, that's cool. You know, we all got other things we got to spend money in right now. It's 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 one of those hard times for everybody. But <laughs> it's a hard times, hard hard times, baby, baby, baby. baby. So. Since we're going to talk about ECW Cyber Slam 1998, we haven't really done ECW for a few weeks. It has been a been a been a jaunt since we have House Party 98. House Party 98. I guess you're not going to include the double feature because that was non-canonical. Uh, it wasn't canonical. No, there wasn't really much to talk about uh, the timeline wise. But uh, we will be diving back into ECW uh, for an episode in December. Uh, while we're waiting for the new arc to start, we'll do Living Dangerously then. And we're also going to do a double feature. And we'll also do the uh, the When Worlds Collide. So that's coming up then. And not to forget to our lead up to WrestleMania 14, which will be happening in two weeks. <laughs> Travis's internet has died. Luckily, I am on the the landline, so... It doesn't really matter. But. I'm on the land. <laughs> you want to have a land party over in my house later on? We can play some Quake. <laughs> you know what, man? I I that's I know that people did used to play that game in a land party, but the only land parties I've ever done were like, uh, uh, not Star Fox, but uh, the nerdier version. Starcraft. Starcraft. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's that's about all I've ever done. I can see StarCraft being a popular land land party associated game. Yeah, that that that's how I'm gonna string that sentence together anyway, onward and upward. Onward and upward. Uh has your internet come back yet? Um I'm back in the I'm back. <laughs> back back in the New York groove. He's back. He's back in that Federation groove. Joe Rogan's back? I, I don't know. I, I I assume that we said something that was Joe Rogan esque. Oh, fair. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know, Mitch. Maybe you can enlighten us Joe in the Rogan chat. Cocksucker. <laughs> the Joe Rogan. My name's Tony Diaz. I don't know how to talk like Jesus Tony Diaz. Jesus Christ, he even spelled his name. He said his name wrong. I know. It's Tony, Tony Diaz. Tony Diaz. Tony Diaz. Tony Diaz. What a fucking loser. Oh, oh, fuck. Uh, maybe it was because we talked about Quake. Right. That's the only game he ever played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yuri's Revenge. Red alert, red alert. Yeah. Uh Command and Conquer Red Alert. Yeah. No, I can I can see that. I can see that for sure being a land party game. But pleasantries aside, we might as well get into the news here in EC fucking W. So. EC fucking W. <laughs> so Travis the franchise is in some hot water right now. Being ECW champion and all, he is in the limelight minorly in an incident that took place back in October in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Uh, Shane Douglas recently pleaded not guilty to charges of simple assault and harassment and was released on $2,500 unsecured bail. Uh, and, and the hearing... Was that in January 26th? So according to the police, Shane allegedly attacked a 16-year-old named Megan Brown. Was 16-year-old. Not sexual. There's nothing sexual no, no. here. You know what, that, Tyler? That's even worse, that he would attack her physically. 
Well, yes. I, I could expect you're right. him to you're sexually 100%. assault a girl. <laughs> yeah. But what I Fortunately. To... Sorry, is it is how it sounds. It's just I, I, I could see him just you know. Hey, yeah. He doesn't want to sexually assault someone, he'd puke, he'd get so How's exhausted. How's that dick feel when it hit you across that face? <laughs> and he he'd puke. He'd puke due to exhaustion. <laughs> fuck so hard. No one wants to fuck so hard that they puke. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mitch in the chat. Whoa, that TNA backstage announcer was a wrestler. <laughs> no, no. That Target employee was a TNA yes. backstage announcer. <laughs> Inception. Uh, but she was. she's now 17. Not like now, now, but when this story took place. When she was attacked, she was 16. At this point, she's 17. It was witnessed by four people, three of whom did not know Brown. But there is a lack of consistency with their respective stories. So, you know, it's not really going far. But Douglas also has more than two dozen witnesses, probably all wrestlers. I wouldn't trust the word of the ECW crew in this type of situation. Well, I mean, having Shane Douglas in the fold is only going to help them. So if they lose Shane, yeah, they're losing a champ. So, oh, yeah. I mean, no. it's it's a domino effect right there if they lose Shane. So I could see them all just backing him for pure, like, blind ambition. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Brown testifies that Douglas attacked her in the stands after she had blown cigarette smoke in his face. Uh, and then uh, he spit in her face. She spit back, and he turned around and hit her in the ribs took a second swing at her face, which grazed her, but in dodging the punch, lost her balance and fell to the ground. Douglas and his two dozen witnesses, that's 24 people if you need to know, uh, they would testify that Brown committed the assault that night, punching Francine as she was coming down the aisle. Uh, But uh, (laughs) Shane, in typical Shane fashion, uh, he would uh, he would promote. I'm going to get to the chat after, but <laughs> he would promote while on stand in the court that Downing Town will never have ECW spend any money in that city ever again. Oh, That's yeah. such a Shane thing to say. Yep. And they could all kiss my ass. <laughs> Dane Struggless. <laughs> Did I say Dane Struggless? Okay, good. I think that's just a take on TNA having shitty new WWE names. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but uh, no, Shane Shane is in hot water. I don't recall ever hearing anything else about that, so I assume it goes nowhere. So if if the franchise is Shane Douglas, then would Dane Shrugless be the mom and pop shop? So would he call himself, <laughs> I am the mom and pop shop. <laughs> I am the disenfranchised. Ooh, Ooh thank you. that's good. That's good. That's better than what I said. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Anyways, onwards and upwards to some injuries that we want to. Did you say onward and upward or onward and downward? I mean, we could. Injuries is a down note. We should play snakes and ladders on this podcast. Snakes and ladders? Yeah. And like, if you hit a snake, you get RKO'd out of nowhere? No, if you hit a snake. Then you got to deliver bad news. If you get a ladder, then you deliver your good news. So you're like, good news, bad news first, uh, Travis. 
Ooh, ooh. We yeah. we we could call this a make uh, it a game. Yeah, shoots yeah. and ladders segment. Yeah, yeah. Or snakes and ladders, obviously. Shoots and ladders is a little, has a little less edge to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, wrestling's full of snakes. It is. So I figured it's full of ladders. Full of ladder. Perfect. <laughs> perfect game for wrestling. It is. Perfect game. It is. Uh, and shoots also. You know what? Shoots and ladders too. Shoots. Tons of, tons of shoots. Could, you could spell it like shoots. Yeah. Shoots and ladders. Like, like so. I'm gonna shoot. Yeah, yeah, straight from the hip. Shooting from the hip, baby. But no, the injury is going on right now. Mikey Ripwreck, Whipwreck, not Ripwreck, uh, had arthroscopic knee surgery. Uh, and uh, they think he uh, will be able to come around after the pay-per-view. Uh, and Stevie Richards is healing faster than expected with his broken neck. But he has vocal damage now. At this point in time, this is when they realize he has vocal damage and it requires additional surgery. And this will be the beginning of the forever raspy voice. He gets rid of it. Does he get rid of the raspy voice? Yeah, in like 2008. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. More surgeries. Fair enough. I suppose I really haven't heard him but talk But it's never the same. No. But. No, he's never Big Stevie Cool again. Really? You can't go back, back to that. But our last bit of news, Sabu is a medical pioneer. Now, why do you why do you ask? Was he on ER? No, no. Travis, doctors testified before the FDA this pack, past week for the approval of Dermabond, a modified version of superglue. As a new method to close <sighs> wounds instead of using scar-prone no. stitches or staples. Okay. <laughs> Sabu, obviously, being head over heels ahead of the U.S. government, using full-on superglue to heal his wounds for years now. So Fucking... See, this is why wrestlers don't need medical. Like this is why they don't yeah. need insurance or anything like that yeah. because they are the pioneers. You know, <laughs> they are um just figuring out all this stuff ahead of time. They are. Like maybe 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 Vince has like a COVID vaccine locked up. <laughs> and he's just giving all of his like top stars the COVID vaccine. Just the top stars. Roman, I'll let you come back. I got the COVID <laughs> vaccine, Roman. Come back. <laughs> I need you, Roman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fucking hell. Uh, but Travis, you know what time it is? Pop quiz These questions are easier than Crash Bandicoot, for sure. Damn. But Travis, a wedding singer, or sorry, the wedding singer. Okay, hold up. Now, did you say it was Adam Sandler and Julia Gugula? Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. That's her real name. No, it's Drew Barrymore. But in in the movie, she's Julia Gulia. Oh, because man, she's I... going to get married to the god name, last name Gulia, and her I name is Julia. Barely ever seen the wedding singer. So <laughs> when you said Julia Gulia, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, what? <laughs> but Travis, the wedding singer has been praised for years about its fine quality, and it kicked off a uh, very pleasant working relationship between Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. But which one of the following 
did not, I repeat, did not go uncredited while contributing to the script. Was it Drew Barrymore, Carrie Fisher, Judd Apatow, or Adam Sandler? Are you trying to give me like my fucking learner's exam right now? <laughs> which one of these people did not, or you know what I mean? Which one of these people did not work on script? Did not go uncredited. That 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 means credited. Okay, which one didn't work on the script? Fuck it. <laughs> if it makes it easier, which one of these people did it? Did not. Ju- Julia, googly eyes, eh, Mitch? <laughs> Ah, fuck, is the easy answer to say Carrie Fisher because it's like, why would she be working on it? I'm going to go with Judd Apatow. It's Drew Barrymore. She is the only one that did not work on the script uncredited. She didn't work on the script at all. So Carrie Fisher did work on the script. Apparently, I can't tell you what she did. So did Judd Apatow, and so did the Adam Sandler. Well, Mitch, you were right in the end, so... He was. He was. He got it right. Good for you, Mitch. Good for you. But, Travis, we might as well get into the show here. It's ECW CyberSlam 98. It's February 21st. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is the place, and the ECW arena is the arena. <laughs> I fucked that up again. <laughs> there's there's 1,500 people there. I think you should just keep it like that. I should, uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Uh, it, it's perfect. It is. It is. Especially because I fuck shit up all Whenever the time. you have to say the arena, it has to be the Scotiabank Arena yeah. is the arena. <laughs> it's just so fucking good. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's great. It's great. Uh, it pops me every time. But <laughs> parts of this episode <coughs> can be found on... The episode, the February 28th episode of ECW Hardcore TV, it's Louis, uh, the Louis bit, Taz and Brockus, and the Triple Threat promo. That's all on that episode, but that's the only thing you'll see on the WWE Network, according to CyberSlam 98. The rest of it, you have to go buy the DVD from RF Video. Eh, who wants to support that guy? Not me. Not me either. So, torrenting it was for me, and the rip is not very good. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? Oh, no. We torn. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I I'm did so not sorry proudly too. pay for an RF video presentation. Plus, in these days and ages, <laughs> why would... You buy a DVD. Like fucking Sans from the Hourglass, yeah. and so is Tyler fucking yeah. words. Yeah, gotta love it. That's no, just me. That's just me, man. <laughs> I'm all me, baby. I'm all me. Uh, but no, like, I'm not going to buy DVDs from the internet at this point in time. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why the fuck? Um, I'm trying to think of the last DVD I bought. It might have been my um, the newest Twin Peaks. I might buy a Blu-ray. Well, right. I'll buy like a box set. Like if if you give me like a show that I like, yeah, I'll I'll probably buy the box set. You know, like no, that's fair. like Twin Peaks. Like I think the season three was the last one I bought, and that was like 2018. So that's my DVD 
spendage right there. <laughs> I think the last DVD that I bought was the complete series, like the first two seasons. Man, of if it's piece. not on a streaming platform, I'll, I'll either torrent it <laughs> or I'll just rent it off of Google Play. So yeah. it, it, I don't know. I yeah. Beyond buying DVDs. Yeah, and Mitch says that the last Blu-ray he bought was the Mania he was at. So, I mean, yeah. I, I get that. I get yeah. that. 100%. And that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. Uh, we might as well get into some of these matches here. It opens up with a tribute to Louis Spicoli. Very touching. You know what I mean? Like, you see Paul Heyman from uh, a, a different, different point of view, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Uh, he's very, he's very morose. He's got his, you know, Jr. King voice on. He he would open up, you know, the crowd's a little rambunctious, but let's just take a listen and and hear what he has to say. There is an organization, and I don't want booze or cheers because this is on the square. There is an organization that claims that when you're with them, you're with them for life. And that Let the man fall. And it's a nice marketing ploy that when you're with somebody, you're with somebody for life, but usually that's not the way life works out. I can tell you this that whether some of the people that we have worked with in the past remain in this ring with us tonight or whether they're not with us here in ECW anymore. When you are part of the family that gets together every three weeks in the ECW arena, you are with us, I assure you, for life. In that spirit, tonight, with people who are here from all over the place, and with the people that have stayed with us here in this city for the past five years, we'd like to dedicate this show to somebody who in our mind will be ECW forever. We'd like to dedicate this show to our friend, Louis Spicoli. So yeah, nice, nice little touching moment there, you know. Mitch touches in the chat that nothing in the ECW crowd, nothing will ever compare to the ECW crowd, and they'll never exist again. And it's like, A, you got just, like, the heart, most heartless group of people in the world. Someone literally has to says, say, let the man talk. Yeah, yeah. There's all, you know, I mean, like, the, the, the chants that go out through the night are not the most endearing chants, but at the same time, nobody makes more noise than 1,500 people in the ECW arena. No, no. They, they're so What loud. I'd give to be in that atmosphere. Just, yeah, just, just one show. To soak up the, the, the garbage smell that's probably there of all the sweaty human beings in that sweat box of a building. Yep. But, mm. uh, I mean, it, it would be a great thing to see, and unfortunately it's impossible to do now. But we might as well get into the first match of the night, Lynn versus Danny Doring, and that's Jared Lynn. And Danny Doring comes out wearing these shit-eating fucking glasses. He's with Amish roadkill. He's full Amish now. Full Amish, yep. He is full Amish. And they say that Danny Doring, being very skinny at this point in time, is the bodybuilding champion in Pepper Pikes, Ohio. 
Slim competition in Pepper Pikes, Ohio. Very slim. Very slim competition. Is Pepper Parks from Pepper Pikes? <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. Doubtful. I assume he's from New York. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no. Uh, this match, I mean, it is what it is. Dan Doran's got the gimmick where he's basically a pussy. You know, he. it is what it is. It's not much of a gimmick. I don't like it. I've never seen anything of Danny Doran before. I, every match I've ever seen him in, I don't give a shit for. Yeah. He's on a short list of people in ECW that I never cared about ever. And it's him. It's Roadkill. Uh, 911, I was never big on. And like CW Anderson. Yeah. They don't, don't give a shit about any of those guys. Any of them. I'm trying to think of any for me. I mean. We've already said it. Uh, Shane Douglas, of course. Well, I mean, Shane Douglas. I at least I I I can I like I I can I can take Shane Douglas more than like CW Anderson or Dan Doring. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tweets Jerome. I can understand not liking Shane Douglas. He is basically Randy Orton and Triple H before Randy Orton and Triple H. There's, you know, they they're cut from the same cloth. You know, they they talk about hating Ric Flair. You know, Only Shane's a cheap heat magnet. Very. My problem with Shane Douglas is he can't cut a promo without saying fuck. Yeah, no, he he can't. No, he actually can't. No. And and like I I get you can say how it's it's the intensity he can't be himself, but at the same time is like, dude, all these other guys can do it without swearing. Like look at look at John Moxley and Eddie Kingston on AEW this week. Perfect. It was beautiful. Top notch. You know what I mean? I think they might have said shit. But they um, they needed that um, production to where Kingston's not facing them. Yeah. And you can see both oh, of their yeah. emotions. And, oh, man. Like, there was layers to that that I thought were, oh, man. Yeah. Speechless. Good, good shit. Yeah. this It, it is 100% uh, poor vocabulary. Really? Yeah. It, it is. 100%. It is, he doesn't know what else to say, so he just says fuck. To me, that's a cheap way to go out, and like Travis said, cheap heat. But, I mean, less about Shane Douglas. He's coming up. <laughs> More about uh, Jerry Lynn. Let's, let's, we, we, we talked about how much we hate uh, Shane Douglas, but how, how good is Jerry Lynn? He is good. He's so good. <laughs> and you know, you know what else he's got good? Good fucking shins, because he's had hit his shins off of that guardrail so many fucking times, this arc that we've and done. And to think that I'm pretty sure the injury that causes him to have an early retirement is a neck injury or a back injury. <laughs> I'm surprised he's still got two legs. I killed 50 men. <laughs> got my shins blown off in Vietnam. Got my shins blown off in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> I'm sorry, Jerry Lynn, for new ruining your New Year's Eve party, but those ladies taste like cigarettes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? That's Forrest Gump. Oh. Uh, there's a moment with Forrest Gump with Lieutenant Dan who loses both of his shins, right? Or legs. And uh, he's sat and they're having a New Year's Eve party. They're just back from Nam, right? And they got two ladies. I don't know if they're hookers or not, but they're there and they're going to fuck them on New Year's Eve, right? And so one of the girls starts making out with Forrest, and he jumps away, and he won't he won't touch her no more. 
And she just says, and pardon what I'm going to say, what, is your friend fucking retarded or something? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and he fucking grabs her and he fucking throws her out of the room. And then Forrest Gump says, I'm sorry for ruining your New Year's Eve party, Lieutenant Dan, but she tastes like cigarettes. (laughs) 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 It's fantastic. (laughs) Like, Forrest Gump is the pinnacle of... uh, comedy movies to me that maybe shouldn't have been comedies <laughs> they're so good they're so good <sighs> uh, but more more into this match here roadkill will get involved he he would triple in at times he would then uh, hit him with a clothesline uh they would bra- brawl into the crowd everybody brawls into the crowd in ecw but i mean this is when jerry lynn would knock his shins off of uh off of uh, the guardrail, you know. Drink him. every time the someone goes into the crowd. Oh fuck! I don't. Ha- I got water, uh, but no, he's got hairline fractures for days, weeks, even, just everywhere. Uh, Lim would then uh, go up top for a plancha, which Roadkill uh, fails to catch him. Good on Roadkill. Gotta love it. Uh, Doring would distract the ref with his hurt arm. Roadkill would beat the shit out of Jerry Lynn. He would then do. A highlight of the match as Amish Taker. That was dope. That Amish tight, Taker was good. Yeah. That tightrope walk to the elbow drop. Old old school Mark Calloway yeah. move. I like that. It was good. I liked it too. I thought that was great. Uh, Doring then does whatever I can only describe as the dastardly shuffle. And then sits on his chest for the pin. Only gets a two. But then Jerry Lynn with his sunset flip bomb get the win. It's an okay match. I mean, Lynn carried him. Oh, 100%. (laughs) You got that right. There's no... I'm not going to argue that at all. Uh, But no, the match was okay. One thing this show does have a lot of is long entrances. And we're about to see one of the longest. and, And that's Al Snow's entrance mixed with Tracy Smothers' entrance. Like... Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Yes. Uh, but you are the big Don, not Tommy Rich. Oh God, no! You are the big Don. God, no! <laughs> Freddie Joe Floyd. He's the HBI now. The the Heaven Bureau of I don't know. The <laughs> Heavenly Blooded Italian. Oh my God, yes. The, yeah, he can be a mixture of the Heavenly Bodies and <laughs> and the FBI. Oh fuck. But no, uh, Al Snow, though, what you can say is when when his music plays, that place goes fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, I love how unglued that they get for Al Snow. They fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's something to see. It's something, something to see for sure. Uh, the Ringer is a great movie. Uh, there's a lot of quotable lines from it back in the day. You can't quote them now. Uh, but... <laughs> Um, how like how did Al Snow not catapult to the limelight in in WWF? Like I know he had an okay run, you know what I mean? Like he had a lot, a couple memorable matches, all hardcore matches. I think Vince was just like, huh? So head, what's head. his deal? He's retarded now. <laughs> what's he? He talks to a head. Gives gives him oh head. <laughs> It's 
this was so over here. This had so much potential. Vince found it funny, so he raked it into a comedy game. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That, that, that's it. Yeah. That, that's totally it. Yeah. Put him in the job squad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Job squad. That's funny. That's yeah. good shit, pal. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's because this was so good. You know, snow, the heads just get pelted into the ring. That's a common occurrence now. Uh, the the they're hitting the FBI with them, you know, just throwing them at him, hitting Tracy Smothers as he's entering. At one point in time, Tracy Smothers throws a chair into the ring. As Al Snow's entering, he catches it and sits on it and then just bangs the head. Like, it's just so good. Just so goddamn good. Uh, what do you got to say about this match, Travis? Well, there was a fire. Is that what that was? A fire? Well, I mean, there was a chant in the crowd, where's the fire? Oh, oh, yeah, well, I mean, like, I assume it had to have been a fire, because a lot of the match is just smoke all throughout the ring. There was no fireworks or anything, so I'd assume a fire. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. And it wouldn't be the only bit of uh, commotion this night either, because I think during the main event, or the co-main event... Yeah, it was uh, no, it was uh, the the Shane Douglas match. Yes, yeah, so it was the main event because Francine had to go into the ring because there was so much commotion ringside. the The camera would cut away from it. You would see everybody looking towards the ECW flag. There's something going on. But yeah, I know it's the same thing here where fire would just billow into the ring. Kind of makes the match a little hard to watch. Maybe that's why the match is 22 minutes. There was a lot of smoke mirrors before, though, with just <laughs> jaw dragons. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, but no, you, you just Smothers is introduced from Nashville, Italy, right? Like, love it. It, it, it. All this stuff, this plays in for a long time. Uh, but no, there's a lot of FBI f- interference. That's yeah. a big deal about this match. Al is on his game. Is always like Tracy Smothers is a great opponent for oh, him. Yeah. Tracy Smothers is a great opponent for anyone. I was just about to mention the Ocean Cyclone Super. Oh, thank you. Um, God damn. Yeah, and Tracy would get the heat after that. The Big Don would work Al over ringside while Tracy distracts the ref. That's a common place in this match because Guido gets in and does the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, A double arm wrench, double elbow, double Italian. (laughs) Double Italian sausage. Tracy hits like the best Russian leg sweep you'll ever see. But it's too bad because he's part Italian, part wild that southern boy. And <laughs> Al would eventually catch Tracy with a sit up power bump for a two count. We'd get continuous FBI interference again. And Tracy would go up top and hit a diving uppercut for a two count, which was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Al would turn a corner leaf frog afterward into an Alabama slam, then a power bomb, and then he would go up and hit a moonsault for two. And it was fucking pristine. Oh, what a beautiful moonsault. Yeah, it was. Great look at Moonsault. And then he'd continue to Moonsault the FBI on the outside. And once again, interference all around. We get the FBI ref in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Jones with his WWF hat and shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Al would attack FBI with head. He would get a diving headbutt in on the Big Don. Bust him open. A snowplow on the crooked ref, Jim Jones, one on Guido, Guido, one on Smothers, and Al would go up and hit another diving headbutt on Tracy and defeat Tracy Smothers. Yes. Uh, good match. You know? I thought it, it, it really um, 
made me come around to this show. Oh, yeah. Because Lynn and Doring wasn't a good opener. No. But then again, I would not take it on any other part of the show either. I, I just, Yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely. Like, this show takes a while to really amp up. Should have got Doug Furness and Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then just throw Chris Chetty and throw Danny Doring off the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make him wrestle before the show. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. What? Who fucking would tune into ECW in 1998 to watch Chris fucking Chetty? You know what I mean? Like, who? Really? Taz. Taz, but the only one that cared about Trish, Chris Chetty. Fuck, I can't, I can't say his goddamn name. he has name. to. Yeah, he has to. Is his, what, his nephew? Cousin. Cousin? Yeah, one of the Cousin, two. Like one of the two. One of those ones that doesn't really matter much. So... Uh, but no, uh, it. I mean, I thought the match was. Uh, it, it was definitely the highlight of the undercard. Yes, easily because you really wouldn't get much going up. You know, for the next little bit because you know there's lengthy segments in between. But Storm and Candido would would be a highlight. But before we get into that, we might as well touch on uh, you know somebody that we rant and rave about here on this podcast, Doug Furnace, all the time. The furnace himself, yep. Doug Furnace. Yep, because all by himself. You know, he fucking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I don't. Need, I did. I I missed what you said. I said the furnace, Doug oh. Furnace. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a furnace named Doug. Burns up his opponents. <laughs> so he's. A, I don't he's, know, man. He's a furnace. He's bald. And he wears a green sweater vest. And he goes by Doug. His best friend is Skeeter with a crush on a lady named Patty Mayonnaise. Okay. Have you never seen Doug? No. You've never seen the cartoon Doug? No. And I know what it is, but man. I've never seen it, no. It's a good show. I've heard it's good. Uh, but uh, no. Furnace comes down to Sad But True by Metallica. Chetty comes down to... He uh, is the second wrestler to use Sad But True by Metallica. Because you know what? In another world, you could say The Undertaker came oh, out to Sad But True in the WWF. Because of that. Uh, just, just erased Kid Rock sampling it. Oh. American Badass? Yeah. What's that song he came out to for the uh, Boneyard match? That was uh, Now That We're Dead. Which is on the newest newest album? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I think it's called Now That We're Dead. <laughs> I can't remember, man. I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But uh, the Chetty comes down. Chetty. The Chetty. Uh, the match, you know, would start off fast and heavy, you know, because it's Doug Furnace. Doug Furnace obviously wants to take this kid and make him look good. This is obviously his his whole sole purpose in this match because the match is only four minutes long. And it's just, you know, how sad is it to just have Doug Furnace lose to the rookie in four minutes? That just kills me inside to watch. <laughs> it was a good match up until Chris Chetty hit that DDT and double jump moonsault to defeat Doug Furnace with ease. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about this match. Yeah. What, Doug Furnace did a lot of good wrestling and then all of a sudden two moves took him out? Okay. Yeah. And then the ch- right. fans chant boring at Doug Furnace and it's like, fuck you guys, man. It's, fuck you it, guys. It's sad, but not true. It's, it's Exactly. And and you know what else is sad and also not true? 
the fact that his double jump moonsault is not called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, beyond me. Beyond me. Chitty Chitty Bang. Come on. Chitty Chitty Bang Chitty, Bang? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Yeah, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Instead of like... Travis, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to hyperventilate? <laughs> you laughing at my fuck up of saying his name is Chetty? No, it was Chitty Chetty, Chetty Bang Bang. <laughs> I can just imagine Joey Styles. Chetty Chetty Bang Bang. Fucking hell. But no, it's, it's, it, it looks good. The double jump moonsault, it does look good, right? It does. But, I mean, it's still sad. Furnace, though. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he he would uh, post match confront Lance in the sky, uh, and he would say that you know he's paid him a lot of money, and this can't end this way. Furnace then compares the money that he makes as being enough to uh, uh, you know control another man's soul, and he just walks over. He starts beating the shit out of Jenny. Well, he. He's sorry, he goes over and you think he's going to beat the shit out of Chetty. And he just shakes his hand and raises it and walks away. Yeah, uh, Lance wanted him to beat the shit out of Chetty. Yes. But... Yeah. So, I mean, I don't I don't know where this goes. I wouldn't I wouldn't say Doug Furnace sticks around much longer in ECW. I mean, Philip Lafana's already gone, as far as I know. Am I crazy or may they be in that huge battle royal? For the tag team title number one contendership at WrestleMania. Well, I mean, they are still in the WWF. They haven't been released. Yeah, so I don't know. I think they're uh, fizzling. They're fizzling out right now. Yeah, they they really are. They haven't really done much to... They haven't been given the chance, really, to do much. Because who are they going to face in the WWE at the time? To, to really make them look like these monster fucking tag teams. Because over in Japan, they're having matches with everybody and they're burn burners. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they're known for. They're not known for having all this charisma. They're known for being great workers and the North American wrestling culture at this point in time is it's just not there. No. Well, I mean, look at Chris Candino. No, no gimmicks needed. Great yeah. wrestler. But yeah. then again, he can only succeed in environments like this. Yeah. Exactly. And it really no gimmicks needed. He's got no gimmicks, but when he gets upset, he is just the shrillest crybaby. Yeah, Timber Tantrum. He's like Christian circa yeah. 2002. Yeah, so I mean like it is he does have a gimmick. You know and I mean? boy is a cringy. Yeah, it's not very good. It's terrible. <laughs> like Jesus Christ makes sunny talk for you, but now I see that there's some secrets. So, <laughs> we'll get as into if that. he didn't know about it for two fucking years, you dumb fuck. We'll get into that in a second here. But uh, triple threat do make their way to the ring: Shane, Francine, Candido, Bam Bam, and Sonny. Sonny looks a little drunk. Uh, Douglas uh, would say <laughs> that uh, he knew it was going to be a nice day and when the forecast came out it was going to be sunny over the ECW arena. Nice little play on words. Um, but he goes on saying that he has a problem with uh, basically, you know, what was it, Lance Storm and, and Taz, essentially. 
And the secret partner of Lance. Yes, yes, the secret partner of Lance, which for the life of me, I cannot remember. I've never looked at the Living Dangerously 98 card yet, so I have no idea who it yeah, is. Yeah, it's going to be fucking another month or so before we even get into it, so there's no cool. point in even going through we'll, it. We'll know the week of WrestleMania, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe at that point in time. Yeah, because, well, yeah, it'll be a Preview few episodes after that. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but we'll get into that when the time comes. It's a couple weeks down the road. No need to. No need of uh, you know, jerking ourselves off too hard now. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, he would he would talk shit about Taz. He would mock Taz and mock uh, uh, Lance Storm at the same time. And just you know, a shame promo with a bunch of fucks. But then we would at least get some kind of entertainment from 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 Sunny. So let's let's hear what she has to say. I want it! I want to know who the partner is! I want to know who it is! I want to know who it is! Honey, 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 calm down. I know who the mystery partner is. <laughs> you know who it is? Oh, I knew I loved you for a reason. Of course I know who it is. I know everything. Come on, come on, come on. We can't. <laughs> That's why we're the triple threat. Who is it, huh? Who is it? I'm not going to tell you. Why should I tell you? What are you talking about? Why should you tell me? What the hell are you talking about? Well, because it's a mystery. Why should I tell you a mystery? I should wait and let you find out by yourself. Come on, you can tell me. What the hell is your problem? Tell me the damn secret. What the hell? Oh, honey, listen. I'm not going to tell you this secret because, honey, there's lots of secrets you don't know about me. Chris Candido. This was good. It was this good. was yeah. really good. I'm I'm not gonna lie. No, nope. there's a reason why words. I played it. Yeah. yeah, there's a reason why I played it because it is good. It's good TV. It it made you wonder where this was going. This is the most serious you've ever seen, Sonny. Yeah, yeah. No joking. No Godwins. No fucking nope. um, gold digger storylines where she's just bouncing around teams. Yep. Nothing like that. This this is the most real you see, and she does really good at it. Yeah, Fuck no, it. I don't, I don't care. She does. I mean, like, hey, give credit where credits due, and and there are times where Sunny was a shining light. She was always good, good at you know talking. You One know, of so. the, she's got the Scott Hall syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I when she's I, on, she's on. When she's off, she's fucking done. Yeah, yeah. When she's off, she's normally in the gutter. Uh, but uh, Mitch asks Sabu's dick <laughs> oh, for, for crack. Yeah, for for some pills and shit. Uh, Mitch asks, "Is this the first cuck storyline in wrestling? <laughs> or would that be Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, and Elizabeth?" I don't know. I don't think Hulk Hogan ever got close enough to Elizabeth to even think that. Because like the whole deal is, Lance Storm had a thing for Sonny, or they think that Lance Storm had a thing for Sonny. And now Sonny's being secretive, knowing Lance Storm's secrets, and won't tell Chris. So it's like, hmm, maybe it is. I'm just trying to think if there ever was one. Like there might have been something like Smoky Mountain Wrestling or something. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, Cornette would have booked that for sure. Well, he probably just didn't even know what a cuck was until he met his new wife. 
And she made him be a cuck? True. <laughs> as for Joey Janela, at least. Mm. Uh, but no, uh, we might as well uh, go directly into Lance Storm and Chris Candido. Chris Candido would go right to the back, and he would uh, make an entrance uh, right back into the ring again. <laughs> uh, but no, this match, you know, it's eight minutes, nine minutes, really. But there's a lot in this match. There's a lot in this match. They they packed it to the rim. Yeah, yeah. Did they need to pack it so much to the rim? Maybe not. But I mean, like it was, it was, it was fun. It was, it was exciting. Of all people, Lance Storm lost his coordination in a lot of spots because they were going so fast. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It did have a couple little sloppy bits to it. But I mean, at this point in time, too, Lance Storm is pretty young. Uh, he would go to the WWE in a couple of years, but yeah, I mean, he's been what wrestling for nine he years at this point in time. Debuted the same day as Jericho. Is that not eighty nine? 88, 89. 88, 89. Well, I mean, it's 30 years of Jericho right now. So it'll be 1990. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So he's, he's been he's been wrestling for nine, eight years of this time. So, I mean. Seasoned. 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 But I mean. At no, he's this, not green. No. No. God, no. Not green at all. Uh, but I mean, you take the, the, sp- the, the speed in which this match was going. I mean something's bound to happen at some point in time. Um, but no, uh, can you imagine? I just thought about this with uh, Sonny's Secrets. I would have loved to have seen a Chris Candido HPK match. I think that would have been a dope match. If Sean wanted it? Yeah. 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 If Sean wanted but, to do it. Yeah. I don't even know, man. I, I have this new opinion about everything that I see Sean in now. Yeah, just going through that and analyzing that that two year period, I just I feel like I haven't figured out where it's like he says it every fucking time. He's not gonna lay down for anyone. He yeah. means it. He fucking yeah. means it. He does it. He he says it to Taker. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> this dude's got balls the size of grapefruits, and he doesn't even deserve them. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and. The worst thing is the guy is such a pussy, but like yeah, yeah, he's got one hundred percent. He's ballsy, but he's a pussy. He can't back up what he no. says. No, God, no, God, no. Like I'm sure that him getting beat up by those Navy guys completely deserved it. Hundred percent. I'm sure he did. Oh yeah. Especially like, didn't like Davy Boy and them all leave. I'm pretty sure, no, Davey got beat up, too. Da- okay, there was a couple other people there, though, right? But Davey was pilled right up. Yeah. yeah. Davey was probably just having fun. I'm fucked. Sean, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Sean, we're fucked. <laughs> Sean, we're fucked. I can't feel my hands, Sean, we're fucked. So, I mean, I mean, the, it, Davey Boy being such a more endearing character, though. You know, I mean, Davey Boy, he fucked up, but you love Davey Boy. Good-hearted. Yeah, you love. It's always that one that you just wish would yeah. get clean. Yeah, you know, like, Fuck you Davey. just wish. Like God, he's yeah. so wish, cool. Wish you weren't so bizarre. He's yeah. gonna OD whether he wants to or not. Yeah, and that was a girl all this time. Who'd thunk it? Wow, <laughs> it's like finding the Tom McGee Bret Hart match. Yeah, yeah, and just being your whole world shook because it's not what you thought it was. 
Oh fuck! Like people, people made action figures of that kid. Wrestling arcade did, yeah. Yeah, and and it's wild that they had no idea. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, Storm would hit a springboard moonsault press into the crowd and onto Candido. He would uh, take out Sign Guy while doing it, kicking him out of his seat, even knocking his hat off. Wow, that's talk wow. about an experience. Talk about an experience. And then Storm, he would make his way up to the top. He would hit the blonde bombshell, which is Candido's finish, which power bomb off the top rope, and uh, pick up the win. But like, how? Like, I'm trying to think of the right word. You can tell Chris Candido is a man whose wife fucks around on him because he's got to uh, just over try with his finisher, the blonde bombshell. And just do a power bomb off the top rope. Right? <laughs> it's like, try hard. Holy fuck. It's like the Pepsi plunge. Whoever thought a pedigree off the top rope was a good idea? CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. And he realized a couple years later, too, that he can't do it no more. Did he ever hit it in the WWE? No, hey? No. What a shame that now you've turned it out once. You know what I mean? Just once. I'm sure that was a politic thing, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. If he beat Triple H with it, like, if he beat him at Mania with the Pepsi plunge. Yeah. Maybe we would have seen it if he didn't walk that year. Maybe. Dude, he was shitting his pants. He was on so many Z-Packs. He would have never done that. But, like, I mean, like, in that world, if he doesn't walk, he's not as hurt as he was. You know what I mean? Because if he wasn't hurt, he wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Okay, yeah, in a perfect yeah. world. Yeah, in a perfect world. Yeah, yeah. If I laid out these plans <laughs> and Jesus didn't fuck me, this is what would happen, right? <laughs> uh, no, this match this match was fun. This this match was fun. Uh I mean, you had to give us something when you give us the next match, which which is Taz versus Brockus. And I mean, Brockus is big. He's mean looking. He's got a good power bomb, and that's where it ends. Tyler, I have two words: Luther Reigns. You're goddamn right. You know the best job. You know what the best thing Luther Reigns ever did? Girl next door. Asking Mila Hirsch if he wanted to touch his girlfriend's titties in Girl Next Door. <laughs> now, am I surprised that Brock has never got a legit run on WFTV? Yeah. Well, yeah, especially when they gave him that stupid chainmail shirt that they gave him when he had a couple matches. He was Big Papa Pump before Big Papa Pump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really was, uh, and and couldn't work a lick, not a, not a fucking lick. But he would come out with Darren Drozdoff, fresh on being <laughs> hired by the WWF. Doug Furness and Lance Wright. So yeah, yeah. Darren Drozdov just sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, never, never been on WWE TV at this point in time. Just chilling. Doesn't even have the puke moniker. There's two draws action figures, and they're marketed after his ECW look. Oh, the the green plaid shorts. Yeah, yeah. and the long hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Did he? He had one when he was with uh, Albert, didn't he? With with the big hat, didn't he have an extra figure of that? 
No, I have the Draws action figure. Is that the only Draws action figure? That I would assume they only have one Draws action figure. I mean, he had the whole like weird BDSM getup going on on yeah. like the WrestleMania 2000 game and shit. But uh, at the same time, yeah, I don't think that they ever had action figures of him as puke or another second Draws action figure. I don't think he was around for long enough. I remember loving that Draws action figure though. Yeah. I really do. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the one we had here, the SummerSlam 99 version. Uh, there would also be the same action figure put into the three-pack with Kurgan and Austin. I had a Kurgan action figure. Nah, it was it was this one, too. It had the multicolor shirt and the oddities pants. That was me. That, that yeah. was the one I had. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe so I got them all in the three. In the no, three. this you didn't have this Austin. This Austin had a white shirt with Austin three sixteen. Oh no, I had the uh, had multiple Austins. But. And the, and then they've got a King of the Ring as well as SummerSlam ninety nine. Same action figure, it seems. Right on. Right. Yeah, it's like the same action figure over and over and over again. Then there's another three pack with Austin, D'Lo, and Draws. Same Draws. <laughs> So it's like they're trying to sell off their mid-card action figures by putting Austin with them. Yeah. So there is a Draws figure with the gimmick of the hat, and it's a WWF Bendoms. Uh. Um, but he's, he doesn't have the hat, though. So I mean, that's that. But that's all the Draws action figures. Fair enough. Fair enough. Poor old draw. Like, there has been Jack-specific ones that came out. Like, classic wrestlers. But I have that one. That draws? Yeah. Oh, that's the one with the long hair that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one is the ECW draws. Wow. It is. At, yeah, it is. I'm looking at it now. That, that is definitely the ECW draws. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, this match, yeah. This is what it is. Brockus would hit a couple power bombs. Uh, but uh, they would set up a table, and uh, Taz would hit a reverse a T-bone at Tazplex through the table. Taz then reverses the gorilla press into a German suplex, and Travis? That's a German Tazplex. Sorry. You can take it from here. Well, then we would see Taz break out the Tatahajame, the Taz mission. And make that Nazi punk fuck off. <laughs> yep, take uh, take one, take two. Was it Nazi punks fuck off? Take was what was take is it? They says in the song. Okay, well, whatever. There there was a fine collection of X figs at the house. You're right, you're right, Mitch. There was a lot of them. I, they're all still around. <laughs> yeah. Except for your LJNs. Yeah, yeah. I've recouped though a few. I got just as many yeah, now as I used to. You ended up getting a few. I got just as many now as I used to, and I have no idea where they are. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Uh, um, new kid came to the Lean Tickles, and Mom gave them to him. No, I mean, like, the ones I've got since I've been here. I don't know where I they are. I think they're in my, my box. Are they? With my other ones, yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. So up next is the first blood match between Just Incredible and Tommy Dreamer. Now, Travis, this is just a couple months short of WWS first ever first blood match yes it is yeah so i wonder where they got this idea ring 1998 i wonder where they got this fucking idea from right i i am trying to 
really, really put the pieces together. <laughs> yeah, it's like the last episode, No Way Out. We've seen a match that we thought New Jack should be in, and now we we got a first blood match. You could tell it's even more evident when you go through and watch some of the ECW stuff along with the Raws, where they're getting their influence from. It, it's it's more than more than obvious. It's just blatant, really. Uh, but, uh, you know, Dreamer with his music still playing goes after Just Incredible, who's wearing a Tommy Dreamer shirt. Yes, he was wearing an Innovator of Violence shirt. Which I believe in that WoW magazine has a picture from this feud of him wearing a Tommy Dreamer shirt. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty Neat. sure it does. Because I remember being confused seeing pictures of Just Incredible wearing this Tommy Dreamer shirt and then flipping through the magazine and seeing Tommy Dreamer. Fighting just incredible. What? what? They fought for ownership over the shirt. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Definitely not to swap out McGillicuddy for bass. That's for sure. Chicks with dicks. Chicks with dicks. <laughs> that is a chant at this point in time, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Would she, she she wouldn't go by Nicole Bass here, would she? Yeah. Is she going by Nicole Bass? It's her name. It's her name. That's fair. I thought they gave her like some weird like leading name like Miss Congeniality or, or like or like China or Asia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Japan, Korea. Yeah, she could have been Korea, Mongolia. Oh, she's Mongolia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she is Mongolia. Or she could be Ricola. <laughs> Was that Switzerland or something? Uh, yeah. Fucking from a Ricola commercial? What is it? No, no, no. I think Swiss it's, Alps. I think is it Swiss Alps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Some or, or maybe Nor Nor Norway or something. Norwegian. Uh, I think Swiss. It, it could be the Swiss. She Alps. is a Swiss miss. Mm, Swiss cheese. She is a big babushka lady. Uh, big babushka. <laughs> I like that name. That's her. That's her name now. <laughs> Justin Incredible came out with uh, the sexiest man alive, Jason, and the Big Babushka. <laughs> no, you got to say Big Babushka Lady. Big Babushka Lady. Yes. There you go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but no, uh, the, this match, you know, it's... How can I say this without coming off me? This is a Tommy Dreamer match. Brawl, 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 yeah. brawl. Over the ropes, over the guardrail. Up into yep. the bleachers. Let's go back down. Brawl, yep. brawl, 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 brawl. Interference. Brawl, 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 brawl. Weapons. Brawl, 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 brawl. Beulah. Beulah. Brawl, 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 brawl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. The one thing that I will say is is that uh, I did like Nicole Bass and and be menacing towards Beulah. Yeah. Like when Beulah would try to get involved, like she usually does, Nicole I like Beulah Bass gets getting in the way. involved, but Tommy Dreamer matches always have unnecessary interferences. Yeah. Like RVD, for example. Why? Why is it RVD there? It makes no fucking None. sense. He's in the main event. He's already got something lined up for this show. Why does he need to interfere in this match? I, I, I dislike that a lot when it comes to Tommy matches. Yep. Because his matches can be okay. Like you can, you can be like, you know what? That was fine. I'm over it. It's good. Let's let's move on. Yeah. And this one is like, you know, like the Beulah stuff was one thing because she's like hitting Jason with a road sign and 
and you know and everybody like, wants to see Jason get beat up then she hits the ref by accident you know you got like the whole Spicoli tribute with the Spicoli driver yeah Death Valley driver if I you're new just didn't understand the whole RVD thing it was almost like well we can't make Dreamer lose the match because of Nicole Bass no. so we need to bring in a legit star to make it seem like Dreamer can <laughs> lose yeah. So you bring in RVD, and he has, you know, he shows up and what? He hits a diving sidekick with trash can lids in his hand, or a trash can, and then he hits Dreamer with a roll of barbed wire, grates across his forehead. Yes, he would start ripping it like his roll, face up. A whole roll yeah. of it. Like Savio Vega would bring to the ring in No Way Out. He, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, this is when Credible has the clear advantage. He tombstones Bulifford. Just being there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. Why would you, got you do my that way? to Beulah? She is so innocent. She is like the Miss Elizabeth of the 90s. Only you know she puts out because she's a little hoary. Yeah, well, I mean, Tommy Dreamer punched up. Oh, 100%. Tommy punched up. Oh, he he he, he uppercut the fucking world. When he, he did a up. diving Tracy Smothers uppercut into the world of Beulah McGillicuddy. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Fucking A, man. <laughs> like, even even at One Night Stand, she's still fucking a fox at that point in time. Oh, man. I Yeah, I, I could go on and on about Pula. Oh, yeah. For Bula. fuck's sakes. She, uh, she made yeah. me go through puberty faster. <laughs> she opened my world up. I <laughs> 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 think Stu Hart wants to make it another. Uh, it might. It might. Oh, I mean, we. When, when you would meet a lady named Beulah, it was a real popular name back when I was, you know, foxing around Calgary and then and, and you going to the to the army and stuff, you know, because I'm, I'm a hot shit, right? But I, would, I fucked many Beulahs in my day. And, and every now and then I like to turn on Cloud 69 on the television in the Beulah's house and watch her do her thing, you know? <laughs> It's really weird when Tommy wakes up, though. He's real ugly when he's asleep. Now, Stu, what is Cloud 69? Cloud 69 is is where I reside in heaven, and uh, it's if you go, you, it's a replica of the, 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 the Brit Hurt House, or the Hurt House, my house. And it's just you and Helen, 69, and on the no, on that family no. table with cats and bacon fat. No, there's there's cats. There's cats. There's the, the bears here. But uh, me, and, me and Helen, we don't. We know it's sixty nine. How about the water buffalo? The water, the the water. The, it's a funny story. I don't know if I, I I can get into that one right now. But uh, but no, the water buffalo. That's a that's a story for another time. I just I just wanted you to know that I I creep on Beulah. She's still pretty hot, and I I just want I just want you to know I fucked many Beulahs in my day. <laughs> Not as hot as Beulah McGillicuddy though. I do like your brother, You're Michael. not very bashful, are you? I, I like to be truthful, you know. Uh, if there's one thing I learned from my, 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 best, my best son, you know, my, my, my best son, Brett, was that, uh, you know, be honest. Be I honest. think your best son was Bruce. No, no, he couldn't wrestle to save his life. Couldn't. Disagree, disagree. Oh, Bruce, fuck Bruce. Firefighting son of a bitch. That's Keith. That's oh, I even forgot my sons. Oh, I've been in heaven too long. 
been in heaven too long, but I'm going to go now. Toodaloo. <laughs> How long was that going to go on? <laughs> it could have went on forever. But anyways, um, Dreamer defeats Tommy Dreamer. I mean, yes. credible defeats Tommy. <laughs> and Sorry, like, I was in a dream at, sequence with Stu Hart, so I, I, I was even agreeing with you for fuck's sakes. I even agreed with you. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Dreamer run a muck. He runs a muck post match on Jason. He looks psychotic. He's strangling Jason with the barbed wire roll. The same one that he got cut with. That's that's. That's hepatitis. That's gotta be. That's gotta be hepatitis. And then we um, get hepatitis in a nine-way elimination, three-way tag team. That doesn't start as a tag team. It's a tag. A t- it's a six-man tag, <coughs> and then it turns into a nine-man, six-man, nine-man, three-way tag team match. Yes. Elimination. Elimination. Total elimination. I wanted to do it, but like I'm halfway coughing. I was like, "Total elimination, total elimination." <laughs> but Travis, pop quiz. Travis, Bobby's World ran for eight seasons on Fox. And Howie Mandel played both Bobby and his father, Howie. What was their last name? Was it Mandel? Generic? Bishop? Or Blanket? Bishop? Bobby Bishop? It's got a good ring to it, right? Is it as good as Bobby Blanket? Is it actually Bobby Blanket? No. Is it Bobby Bishop? No. Is it Bobby Mandel? No. It's Bobby and Howie Generic. (laughs) Over to Goose Egg this week, Travis. So the original El Generico was Bobby. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. This is very true. Fucking, fucking, uh, uh, Sammy Zane stealing that gimmick from, from Bobby's World and Howie Mandel. You motherfucker. You motherfucker indeed. Motherfucker indeed. But. Maybe you thought that, uh, real last names are dirty, so we had to just be like, generic. It's the most sanitary thing that I could possibly make as a name. <laughs> Can't get in trouble for generic. No, I, I mean it's it's weird. I never when I looked it up, I was like generic, really? Because I was like, what is the? Because I remembered Howie being Howie, right? His father and Howie being Bobby. But I was like, what did they go by? And I looked it up, and yeah, generic. <laughs> I put in blank up blanket just to make a like a red herring from generic. Just be like, if, if I felt like if everything was real names, generic would stick out way too much and would be picked. So I was like, gotta throw a blanket in there or something. And then Bishop was Bobby Bishop. It just sounded right. You know, that's my that's my uh uh Stanley 
cartoons seem to like alliteration, so I was like, yeah, fuck, fair enough. Let's mm-hmm. go with this. Yeah. I understand, especially like Stan Lane, Stan Lee, I <laughs> Stan Lane, Stan Lee would always do it like J. Jonah Jameson, Peter Parker, right? It's always a bunch of different, same word, Bruce same Banner. name. Yeah, Bruce Banner. Uh, what's uh, Iron Man's name? Never watched it. Fair enough. I can't remember. Anyways, Tony matter. Stark. Tony Stark. Yeah. Okay. It's not a good. It's not a good example. It doesn't work. But anyways. T.S. Tough shit, man. Tough shit. Tough shit. You're not getting alliteration this time, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, this nine-man tag team three-way elimination match. Uh, it originally starts off as Axel Rotten, Balls Mahoney, and the Sandman taking on the Dudleys, which is Bubba, Devon, and Big Dick. And it starts with the Dudleys coming down. They claim to hate Philly. Joel claims the Dudleys went to Nagano, and they captured the Ice Wrestling Championships. So, <laughs> I giggled. I chuckled. I-, I thought that the Ice Wrestling Championships was very funny as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're what fresh off of a stint off of FMW. Yes. Oh, you're right. You're right. They so they did go to Japan. They didn't go into the Nagano Olympics, but they weren't fucking lying. That's good. That's good shit. That's good shit, pal. That that made this even better. Fucking a Mitch. Mitch thought it was blanket. Mitch thought the answer was blanket. I thought it was Bishop. Whatever, man. <laughs> like fuck. Give us a break. <laughs> no one's going to think it's generic. It's true. Nobody. Yeah. yeah Who the no, fuck watches Bobby's World now? Well, now. Nobody. Now, nobody. Not a damn soul. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I'm the, I'm the captain now. <laughs> I know. Uh, Bobby's World. Love it. I want to go back and watch it, though. No, you don't. No, no, you no? don't. Is you don't want to go back and watch your kids' shows, man. Look, I tried really baked one night to watch Arthur and the Rugrats. No, no, and you know how much I watched the Rugrats when I was younger. You know it, and yeah. I could not even get <coughs> past the first five minutes of it. And I knew I had to turn it off. Really, I knew I had to. That's I couldn't do it. That's disappointing. I mean, like there, I have tried to watch Power Rangers. I get pretty bored of it. Yeah, I, I've tried to watch the nothing Super Mario that you show. watched as a kid ages well now. No, unless you watched a lot of Simpsons. Well, like for me, like Home Alone, Jurassic Park, and all that stuff as a as a kid, I watched that a lot. WrestleMania Sticks still has a fine. And I'll say that there are some that still hold up. Like Mitch says, Mummies Live. I've never decided to go and watch Mummies Live ever again. But uh, shows Hey Arnold, Hey Arnold still holds well to this day. Does it? Um. Doug probably holds well. I, I would like to go back and watch a little bit of Doug. But I'll tell you, there are a lot of those shows that you remember as a kid that y- y- you can't even have that nostalgic pop for it. Yeah, I like. I'd like to see um, Biker Mice from Mars. I would like because just like that was Street just, Sharks. Street Sharks, Mummies Alive. I think would be dope too. Um, I know have that- some light up shoes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I know. I used to have a couple Biker Mice from Mars. They had a badass theme song. Which one? Mummy's Alive? Yeah. 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 I have went back and watched, though. (laughs) 
sticking around, sticking around was fucking good. The Stickman, Stickman cartoon. Recess is probably still good. I feel like Recess might be watchable. Yeah, it might be good. Might still be good. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I, I I could go down this rabbit hole all goddamn day long about old TV shows and which ones I'd like to watch. But I mean, we might as well touch into this match, Travis. What you What you think of uh, uh, Devon Dudley's rambunctious? Oh, that was good. You know, getting jiggy with it before our very eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a slim trim. It's great, and and Devon going along with it at the and same time. And him getting time. smacked around, Joel getting smacked around for saying two eighty six instead of one eighty six or whatever. Yeah, one sixty nine. Yeah, the whole joke is he's sixty nine. No, even right. though it could have worked if he said two sixty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then he wouldn't be a slim trim and jack. He's not the super cruiserweight champ. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a Devon Fierce soap sign. Devon fears soap. So maybe I see. he stinks more than the Bubba. ECW Arena crowd. I guess. I mean, I would say Bubba would be the smelly one. You know, I've smelled some Nigerians that I've worked with before. Like, just you, you can't help. That sounds weird, but I mean, you just can't help. Like, I mean, you're in a ten foot radius, and all of a sudden you smell sweat. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah, you know, maybe Devon is of that. I'm just going to shut up right now. Um, anyways, uh, Sandman shows up. What that comes down to is culture, though. Yeah. If you're from a place that doesn't use deodorant, it's going to be foreign to you to wear it every day. Right? Like, and that's and that's what it is. Or if you're from the South and you just stink. The deep South. The deep South. Kidding. Kidding. Totally kidding. Just like we're stupid up here in Canada, right? We say a boot. But anyways... And we have bags of milk. Bags of milk. Yeah. That's a, that's not as popular as people think. Just like how every American, you know, just drinks beer in their alley and just says, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Every, every Texan sells propane. Yeah. Uh, every Californian's a yuppie. That's it. That's it, man. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, no, this match, though, it's... I mean, they first off, the Sandman is a mystery partner for Axel and Balls. First, Axel and Balls over as fuck. Yeah, yeah, so over. It, it's all because of Balls, though, and the steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Axel will get a good pop by the end of the match, but nobody gets an ECW Sandman pop. Though they, it's it's otherworldly. Yeah, Sam as pop is is something else, and if you've never seen a true, genuine Sandman entrance with the Enter Sandman song, you gotta find a way to do it. It's so good. I'm sure there's YouTube clip of it somewhere. It's just the fans react so well to it. They sing it. ECW One Night Stand 05. It's the best example. Yeah. 100%. And the only way to have truly seen that is on pay-per-view. But there are recordings of the pay-per-view. You can just take the audio and rip it off and put it on the, the network version. It works just fine. I watched uh, ECW One Night Stand 05 probably um, <clears throat> two years ago. The pay-per-view version. And just re-watching that Sandman entrance is... Oh. It's otherworldly. It's, yeah. Oh man, yeah. it's great. It yeah. is, it is, and it's a shame that because like the WWE could have like a moment there that they could show for the rest of the time. 
if they kept Enter Sandman there. Because yeah. when you take that away, it's gone. You know what I mean? You lose the crowd's actual pop. You could you can't have the singing over it. Like it's not the same entrance on the network. Not, not even close. Not at all. No. And that's just and that's what Sandman was. Sandman was a character. A a great character. Piece of shit. But a great character. Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible human being. Horrible wrestler. But a great character. You know I mean? The guy went so far as pretending he was blind for a year or so. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't go out anywhere and then he was just pretending he was blind. That's kayfabe, brother. Is that kayfabe? That's kayfabe. No, I mean, like, like that wasn't real? Like, he didn't do it? I highly fucking doubt that. Oh, fair enough. And plus, it wasn't a whole year. It was probably like... Probably a couple months. Four to five months. Because I always thought it was true that he just pretended he was blind. Come on. Wouldn't not like... 95, not mm, 96. Yeah, maybe nah. not. I suppose he did it. He still had to work. Yeah. Right? Because he wasn't wrestling full time. He no. still had to work. So he couldn't pretend he was it's blind. construction or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so. Whatever. He's Make not me... hack. He's not Sandman. He's hack. <laughs> yeah. He's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd become hardcore hack. WCW. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. But like I was I was actually a bit surprised as the pop that Axel and Balls got. And Balls is getting to be more to that Balls Mahoney persona that you know of. Yeah. Not jeans ripped down the halves and fucking weird ass shit that he had going on the first bit. No, you got Balls Mahoney now, and you know what? I think Axel's the better one out of the two. Yeah, Axel's a Axel's a good worker. And yeah, Axel's what? good. Balls is too. He just got really deep into the drugs. I remember back in when ECW relaunched, Joey Styles kept on putting over that Balls Mahoney was an amateur wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, so let's take him seriously for a match. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he was gone. He was too far gone at that point. In time. He was a character, though. Oh, they yeah. loved using Balls Mahoney. They loved using Balls. Mahoney. There's something to be said with Vince and his fascination for some of the ECW characters. First off, I don't care what you say, Sandman and Austin. You know, there's no doubt that there was influence from Sandman in Austin's. I mean, they the put beer. Sandman on Raw. Yeah. They put Sandman on Raw. They Vince they obviously him. enjoyed what he did. Yeah. And Sandman was awesome. Yeah. He was. Even in WWE. Yeah. I don't care. He he was just perfect. Yeah. Well, he that didn't good. leave the ring because technically he was a champion. He was ECW champion. No, no, he didn't leave the ring for that Vince storyline because he was so concussed that he didn't know what was going on. Oh, okay. So the story that he tells is that because like they're taking people down or something, and it was like, if you've never been world champion, leave, right? And people left or something, and that's what how Sandman just stayed there or something like that. That's what that's a story I heard on a shoot interview. Anyway. I've heard another one from Sandman where he said he was so concussed. Maybe this, leave. maybe then he's just fucked. <laughs> he just doesn't. He's so concussed. That's goddamn right. That maybe he just didn't know what to do. But yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, but like that there, though, that's just one of the greatest moments of all time. Just Sandman just hanging around, everybody confused, and nobody's getting mad at him because, like, it's Sandman. 
He's unhinged. He, he, you, know, you say something to him, he might just hit you with that K, man. Who knows, right? <laughs> He's probably drunk, too. <laughs> but, no. Uh, in this match, though, Sandman wouldn't really do a whole lot outside of Sandman things. You know, it's... it's he would go and <laughs> drop this rogue elbow on Bubba, who was selling after just getting collided to the floor. And then he's halfway sat up, just selling into the camera when Sandman comes off the apron with an elbow drop onto the sat up fucking Bubba. And it's just like, holy fuck, Sandman. Should have laid off the four beers on the way to the ring. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, well, you got a pregame too for that. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go out there and chug beer like that. You gotta, you gotta get your, you gotta wet your whistle first. Judging from my experience, you're never gonna be like drunkenly ambition to do anything by just starting to drink, yeah, and then doing something, yeah. You probably, he probably drank like, uh, I couldn't even gauge it. I mean, I would say at the very, he least probably drank a six pack. at least. Six to eight beers. Yeah. And then drank what he drank to the ring. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he hits the ring with all of the the energy and what's going on. Yeah. And, and it wakes him up. And then it wakes him up. But then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm drunk. <laughs> the, the halfway through the match, every match, there's a point where it's like he realizes he's a bit inebriated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me watching Dynamite with you and Lee. <laughs> Everything's good, and then I smoke a lot of weed, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. This is life now. Now I, I got to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, this, I mean, you would get New Jack and Spike and Cronus just enter at one point in time when they have, who was it, balls set up on a table, Bubba goes up top uh, above the entrance and he's going to do a dive. He's going to do the New Jack dive and then yeah. the Natural Born kills plays and New Jack is behind Bubba who wallops him with a good old sheep pan. Not a real one. Ghani goes. Ghani goes and New Jack does a picture perfect plancha off the top through the table. Only way the New Jack knows how. Yeah. Whether he hits anything or not he's going to do that good Good dive. Oh, yeah. He hits so hard. And he flails. He flails so <laughs> much when he does it. It's. I love watching it. I think there's nothing. It's one of the top things in this world to watch New Jack dive off of something as bad as it is to say. Because, you know, they've done much damage to his body in doing that. Being all coked up and shit. Uh, but, no, he would fucking crush. Uh, uh. Uh, balls and, and just go to the ring and this whole thing would start like we would get the new jack match now we've got natural born killers is going to play on repeat for about eight minutes and it's just going to be balls to the walls just boom 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 crash 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 spike though was a highlight spike yeah, going spike in and there Cronus, i thought yeah. were awesome working together yeah yeah uh and spike would would really get the better of sandman for a good portion of his time in the match, really just, just getting some good work in on him. But, you know, it, it you know, but probably was six, eight minutes. 
the uh, the team that just entered the Gangstonators and Spike would get eliminated so that they can stop playing the song over the speaker and the match would continue just like it started as those two people. And, and you know, it's... I don't like how this went. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. <laughs> it's weird how loud that was in the mic, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> it caught me off guard. I was like, what's going on? Uh, but, uh, it... I just don't like how they did this. I I wish they would have just figured out a way to have them start from me. It's just to me it was it was it was unnecessary to have them there. It was fun, but it it just didn't make sense how like they could come in and then get eliminated. They weren't even a part of the match. What? What? So like you can just there's a world heavyweight title match and like fucking Brockus can come down and just be in the match if he wants to. Sure, why not? Right, why it, just, not? it just makes no fucking sense. Vince calls the shots. He puts money into the promotion, <laughs> so whatever. Give me new Jack. <laughs> it was weird seeing him on the ECW profile when they first relaunched ECW. He was a superstar there. And so was Axel Rotten. Yeah. And they never showed up. No. No. Like, Whoever thought it'd be a good idea to bring New Jack into the I WWE? think Vince wanted New Jack, of course he but did. then I think people talked them out of it. Probably. Somebody smart. <laughs> really? I mean, it's nothing but a Imagine liability. New Jack versus John Cena instead of Sabu oh, versus John Cena fuck. at Vengeance 2006. That's another one that Vince loved, and he loved him for years. Like, Vince wanted Sabu back in, like, 95. Sabu is ideally the perfect Iranian heel. Yeah. Middle Eastern heel. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. He's perfect because he's he's a kamikaze. Yeah. You know, like he, he literally, like he, you could make so much stories out of it. Oh, yeah. Because like, especially with the silent part and, and obviously they, they fucked that up. Like if, if they had like Kali and Sabu working together and Sabu would be like the henchman for Kali. And then like if you got past Sabu, then you got to level up to Kali. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even give a fuck. No. No. I mean, the, Sabu, nobody worked like Sabu. That's what made him so unique. Because there was nobody that was, like, everything he'd do in between, like the little, you know, dives at the feet and shit like that. Nobody did shit like that. He looked and came off as unhinged, probably because his little unhinged. You know, it's another example of. Innovative as fuck in the ring. I don't care what you say about the botches. The botches didn't really happen much in the early days. It was more of a ladder thing. The botches came. but another When he works too fast. Yeah. It, but, man, what a piece of shit. Like, horrible. It's the thing with these ECW guys, man. There's a lot of them. They're just pieces of shit. But, hey. What can you do? Sabu's still wrestling to this day. With that genie girl. Yeah, super genie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's got. Well, he might have a little bit of hair in the back, but he's pretty fucking bald. Sabu, the road has owned him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The not, only two that nice survived are Tommy Dreamer, RVD, and well, I guess Taz too. Yeah, yeah. Those three, those three have really made it out unscathed. But neither one of them were big drug guys either, right? No. So. RVD not considering weed. marijuana a drug. No, no, because it's it's a drug. But it's like, a drug. Yes, of course. It's not it's, a drug. 
it's a drug in the same way alcohol is a drug. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's that's my opinion on it. But anyways, um, lesser so. Well, it's not. If you're it, addicted to marijuana, you're not gonna be as problematic as no. someone that is an alcoholic. No, that's that's true. That's true. It it, it doesn't have that uh, the long term effects of of abuse. and self destruction te- tendencies as well. Yeah, yeah. If you, some some people will call sitting on the couch self destruction, but hey, I consider. Um, public indecency to be self-destructive of course of course i would not consider what you do with marijuana to be self-destructive no no <laughs> i don't myself uh but uh this might as well get into the finish of the match axel would hit severe skull trauma which is an inverted brain buster very apropos to how he would live his life throughout the rest of his days uh he would hit uh that on spike that was what would uh eliminate them but uh, the Dudleys would single for the 3D. Bubba would bounce his head off a uh, chair by Rotten. And Sandman would uh, just uh, you know, pick up the win. Very anticlimactic. Sandman not bleeding in a match is unusual. It but is. he's surrounded by blood, so it is okay. <laughs> he is bonded by blood. He is. He is an exodus song. <laughs> bonded by blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but post match, Sandman would get a big chant. You would get a big chant for Axel, and you'd get a big chant for for uh, Balls. Everybody is over as fuck here, and and that's it. This would lead us into the the main event of the evening, which is RVD Sabu taking on Shane Douglas and Bam Bam Bigelow. And and you would have to say that Bill uh, that Bill Alfonso is a big part of the match because his whistle is heard constantly to the point where fans start whistling back, not with whistles but with their mouth. Yeah, um, I hate to delve into my personal life <laughs> on this show, but I watched this ep- I watched this match with my girlfriend and. I tried to explain the whole Bill Alfonso thing, and I couldn't. I'm sure it went over like a fart in church. I was like, he's just trying to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's trying. Why does it not stop? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> I couldn't know how else to explain it. <laughs> it, it, it is true, though. How do you explain it to somebody? Uh, but it, it's to get under the opponent's skin. You know, every time Sabu hits a move, he times a whistle with the move. It's just to get you off your game, and and that's that's the whole point of it. But I mean, if somebody's somebody doesn't know wrestling, it's like it's impossible to to explain that to them, and and it's, it's understandable. That's when you just start doing a Bill Alfonso impression. Well, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is very necessary. <laughs> Once you hit the crack rock, you gotta blow the whistle, baby. You gotta blow that whistle, daddy, especially when Baby Bigelow's on your other corner. <laughs> you got born Shane Douglas just yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping and yapping and puking. Dad! Blow my whistle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
You were waiting to see that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, do I say it as Bill Alphonse? I was like, no, I can't. I can't do it. I had to like do it really low when I did it the first time. Bill, my little daddy. Am I hearing the most annoying thing in the world? Um, no. The- <laughs> Me doing a Bill Alphonse impression. <laughs> Oh fuck! Uh, but no, I I actually had to Shazam, RVD and Sabu's theme. It's fight show. by uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, just a little crazy by fight. Yeah. Now Tyler, um, who do you think sings this song? Uh, Bob Halford. Rob Halford. Rob Halford. Now when I all all this time we were trying to figure out this song, I I was anyway, and I yeah. kept on referring to it on the podcast. I don't know what Sabu's theme song is. Yeah. So one day I'm like, fuck it. I'm figuring this out. Did you Shazam it too or Sound? No, I just looked it up on Reddit. Oh. And I found out and I'm like, fight. Okay, fair enough. And I think I texted you it or I told you it. And then I'm like, that's really familiar. Who in the fuck is this? And I look it up and it's like 1995 Rob Halford's group fight. Yeah. I only knew because where I Shazam that I seen his face. That's why I called him Bob Halford. Because I, I couldn't remember his name. It just, I know it's Halford. I know it's a three-letter word. Bob. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's Husker Du, Tyler. <laughs> it's a good song. It is a good song. It is a good song. Um, and, and this match, it was a good match. Like, Bam Bam. So goddamn good. <laughs> Travis has got the endless hiccups now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, but no. Bam Bam is, is so goddamn good, though. He, everything, <laughs> everything he does is is it, so crisp and so smooth. It, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, he's no, not Judas Priest. Goddamn, yes, yes. The Rob Helford. Kidding. Sorry, that was that was to the chat. Mitch in the chat. <clears throat> The yeah yeah, pay your respects. F in the chat. <laughs> Fucking always wanted to say that. <laughs> How did you like the whole heel versus heel dynamic on this match? Uh, it was odd. Shane uh, Douglas being worked over as the babyface in peril. That's very weird to see. Uh, it didn't make for anything fun. But then again, Shane Douglas doing most things that doesn't make the match fun. You know, except puke. Except puke, yeah. Except puke. Uh, Man, or, we had puke and puke on this show. We had Darren Drozdov and Shane Douglas. Yeah. Puke and the puke. Yeah. Shane Douglas might even have been more reliable to puking than than Draz. Yeah, you can puke on command, but you just get Shane Douglas to run two laps and he'll puke. You put him in the ring for over eight minutes, do a straight work, he's gonna puke. Yeah. <laughs> Cardio and Shane Douglas are the perfect strangers because that <laughs> is his theme song, Tyler. That is Deep Purple, Perfect Strangers. Him uh, and Cardio, Perfect Strangers. I will say that is the only theme WWF got right on the on the network. Shane Douglas's theme. They've done. They they found a good version of that to use. I think TNA uses the same one. Is it really? Well, fuck you, WWE. 
<laughs> you just copped out and done what TNA did. <laughs> no better. I mean, they're not going to do much for Shane Douglas anyways, right? Like, fuck. They don't give a shit about Shane Douglas. It, didn't he want to go to the WWF? And they wouldn't take him? Or was yeah, that... the Radicals. He wanted yeah. to go with the Radicals, but they wouldn't take him. <laughs> <laughs> like that didn't they even... took Perry Saturn, who <laughs> was knee deep in fucking crack, and they didn't take Shane just because they hate him, just and... because Hunter was pork and staff. <laughs> and then you've got guys like Jeff Jarrett, who came and went as they pleased until Jeff Jarrett held up Vince for money. You don't was... hold up Vince for money. No, no. Unless Not during the no, attitude no. era. No. No. Fuck that. Maybe in 1991, Ultimate Warrior could. Yeah. Nails, no chance. No. Jeff Jarrett, nah, you're not that great. <laughs> he ain't that great. <laughs> no. No, there's no uh, there's no, no greatness in you, my friend. Like, the only thing I could ever agree with Les Thatcher. Is it Les Thatcher that said uh, broke 10,000 chairs? Never. No, Billy Graham. Uh, Graham. Mike Graham. Mike Graham. Mike Graham. That broke 10,000 fucking guitars. Only thing we'll ever agree with Mike Graham on. Yeah. Broke 10,000 guitars, <laughs> never drew a dime. Yeah, so good. So goddamn good. And so goddamn good. That is true. Vanilla Midget guy. Yeah. He also killed himself. I mean. So, I mean, maybe Eddie Guerrero won the title and he just really got depressed. <laughs> it's like wrestling. I can't live in a world of wrestling. Vanilla Midgets. Fucking hate vanilla. <laughs> vanilla <laughs> ice cream, fuck it. See, see, vanilla to me this is... There's a rocky a... road right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean to tell me Jerry Garcia died? Why the fuck am I eating Jerry Garcia? I, uh... I will get by. <laughs> I will survive. We uh, we get a little fucked up spot here where RVD nuts himself on the ropes after uh, he does like one of those swing heel kicks. He climbs up uh, though to get back because he falls off onto the apron. He climbs back up in time for Sabu to get thrown into him. They would land in and around the table. Uh, then Shane Douglas would try to dive off and go through the table. It wouldn't really work. It was a little 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 unnecessary. A little a little gross. But I mean. Bam Bam would hit RVD with a huge power bomb, and then Sabu immediately gets up on the top rope, bulldogs him through the table. That made up for it. That yeah. was pretty dope. But uh, RVD and Sabu, they would do all their signatures, their double team signatures, a double team Van Daminator, Rolling Thunder combo. Then lay Douglas on the table and immediately breaks, breaks from his weight. <laughs> he just puked on the table, ruined it. <laughs> See, if he had only puked already, maybe he wouldn't have broken the table. But you know, Sabu gets a new table and they put it in the corner and RVD sends his whole body into it. Oh, dude, he he goes in there just as much as Douglas. Yeah, M- moot point. It was a moot point. That's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. And Bam Bam comes in. He hits a graceful, graceful, graceful headbutt on RVD, breaking yeah. a pin. And Sabu breaks a pin by leg dropping his own partner. So, tit for tat. <laughs> Yeah, Bam Bam has Fonzie on the apron. He choke slams him into the corner, like choke tosses, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And then he, he hits greetings from Asbury Park on RVD for the win. 
which if you've never seen Greetings from Asbury Park, it's a sight to be seen to it's see like, a um, big dude do a Michinoku driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abyss stole that from Bam Bam. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he stole that from Bam Bam. Fuck him. It's not shock treatment, is it? Is that shock I treatment? I think it might be shock treatment. I know it's not Black Hole Slam. No, the Black Hole Slam is Boss Man Slam, but amped yeah. up. Yeah. Times 10. Yeah. Yeah. And the only good thing the Baron Corbin ever done was that Deep Six. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, Deep Six is great moves. Awesome. Great moves. Awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, Baron Corbin, not so much. Uh, but, yeah, Baron no Bam. Baron. Yeah. Uh, Bam Bam and Shane would pick up the win. And RVD and Sabu, they would argue post-match. And that's technically the show. That's, uh, that's how the show would go off the air because they are only... Days away from living dangerously, maybe a week. Can't remember. They are days from living dangerously. Yeah, back on pay per view again, baby. Just good Just, way of words. Thank you. They are days away from living dangerously. Yeah, if if this wasn't dangerous enough, motherfuckers. Uh but no, that's that's it for CyberSlam. I don't really have much else to say. Mm-mm. Me neither, man. No, we we have been streaming for at least two hours. It's now. been a good show. You know, all, all these ECW shows we usually run a little long on them because we got a lot to say because we yeah. don't talk about it enough. Yeah, it's a homecoming every time. Really is it's, going they're, back they're to that fun. ECW arena in the Bingo Hall, sweaty as fuck, just trying to hear your numbers. <laughs> yeah, just trying. Old ladies trying to play bingo somewhere in the crow's nest mm-hmm. there, and just they're getting fucked over. Absolutely. Can I get a B fifty two, not a not a hepatitis C? I'll give you a three D. Oh <laughs> and with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh but no, uh you can you can follow us on Twitter at the Federation. You can follow Travis on Twitter. At Fudging Up. You can also go on Facebook and Instagram the Federation Podcast. Become a member of the Patreon. Watch this show live every Thursday at 7 Mountain, 9 Eastern. Mountain Standard Time, Pacific, Pacific, and Mountain are the same times no. now. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's just awesome. Just BC? Yeah. Yeah. There's a section, just that section of BC doesn't have Daylight Standard Time. Okay, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> half of the year we're on the same time, the other half we're not. Okay. But the rest of the coast is always an hour away. If you live in Northern Health, then you're good. <laughs> so, whatever. Sorry. It is Whoops. really weird, though. It's fucking stupid. The, they should abolish Daily Savings Time to begin with. I think it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. If you're with me, sign sign my petition. It's on gofuckyourself.au. Anyways, with that being said, Travis. Keep in the in the meantime <laughs> and in between time take her easy, take her easy.